how's it going everybody this is the nitty-gritty my name is chad with me as usual is leonard and this is a show about wrestling and before we get started with our main topic i just want to say again thank you to uh all of our fans that have stuck with us uh you know there's been a little bit uh sporadic in terms of our posts uh as i've said in an earlier episode uh my job situation changed therefore my time to edit and record this show has changed a little bit but uh, 2024 promises to be a another great year for our show right leonard so says you okay <laughs> i'll believe it when i see it i pray no of course it will be fantastic it's just Getting back into the groove, and we've already talked about future topics that we want to get into that, uh, you know, very much fit our brand. So looking forward to doing some of that over the next few weeks. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to just do a quick recap of the 2024 WWE Royal Rumble, um, which had a black cloud hanging over it, I would say, with all the new um allegations against vince mcmahon um we could do a whole podcast probably on that topic if we wanted to um <laughs> i will just say this about it and that is i find it a little bit disgusting not just what he did which it was but i find it a little bit disgusting that now all of a sudden we're angry at vince mcmahon again uh you know a lot of people employees of wwe Fans seem to just, you know, forget that he was a douche canoe, <laughs> that all these charges and, you know, allegations were made, but he wormed his way back in and everybody was just like, oh, well, nobody really. And now all of a sudden, worse shit has come out. And now shit, literally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and now all of a sudden, oh, we don't like him. Remember, we don't like him. I, 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 that I just, I find it, I've said it before about wrestling fans. I'm not going to reiterate it here, but goddamn, it, 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 it's a little bit disgusting. And, you know, I, I don't understand, like, what were we doing all those months that we just, just forgot? Like, oh, well, it's Vince, you know, uh, you know, it, it, we hold others to a higher standard and we have gotten and canceled other people for a shit less like a lot less. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I think, I think the cancel culture just hasn't hit wrestling because those people don't watch pro wrestling. It hit Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, didn't he do the voiceover for the rumble? We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. So, yeah. We'll get there. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, you know, and even, and even then I was trying to think of some people in other walks that have, you know, had allegations come out and, and some have come back, but not look at Louis C.K., for instance, not even close to where he was at one point. Or, well, or... So I'm glad you brought up Louis C.K. because like there's an example like his situation was so much a lot different. He was doing something that was inappropriate, but he had apparently asked <laughs> said people if he could do that thing and they didn't maybe want him to or perhaps he didn't ask permission all the time i don't know but in vince's case we're talking about sex trafficking so yes it's, still, it's just it's a little, little bit different, different. it's a little bit different 
I mean, it's a it's a sex crime, and I guess you start drawing lines and such. But yeah, I mean, and you look at people like Kevin Spacey, who's never recovered, and 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 a few other people. So yeah, I think it is different just because of the mentality of, as you said, wrestling fans and the people who have, you know, and I don't want to get into a political discussion about council culture, but the people who do that aren't wrestling fans, so therefore they don't go after. Vince McMahon, because they don't know to. True. Well, that might be changing, but who knows? Maybe. Yes, now that might be changing as far as knowing to go after him. Yeah. Um, so hopefully Vince stays away this time. Uh, I would imagine. That I think he will, because, you know, before when he came back, it was still under his, his control. Yeah. Now TKO owns it. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey has come out and said that as long as Bruce Pritchard is there, Vince McMahon is still running things. Um, yes, not just Rousey. I know I saw that somewhere else, someone else saying that Bruce is basically Vince's avatar. So, And so that's why I say be on the lookout for more changes uh, behind the scenes staff-wise, mm-hmm. I, I would guess. Um, so Yeah. Wait, well, Kevin Dunn got got booted yeah. and he yeah, was there for a million years he, yeah he's gone and uh you could tell there were some weird shots <laughs> at the rumble um anyway um that was the black cloud hanging over the event but on with the show and uh as leonard mentioned hulk hogan kind of starts us out with this voiceover i know that like there's some maybe subtle gearing up to the whole 40 years of hulkamania thing but he starts it out here and, you know, WWE is still using him. Uh, you know, people you know, still obviously <laughs> remember comments that he made, you know, behind the scenes. And but yet he here he is. And what's weird about this is it starts out. You think oh, this is just like, you know, a voiceover from Hogan to start the rumble. It becomes very like as the event goes on, pretty much just Hogan doing an ad for you know saint pete's and clearwater (laughs) like it's it's very like that's obviously where he lives he lives there yes and but it's like it it becomes like a tourist ad it really truly does so it is Mm -hmm. quite odd as it goes on um but it was Mm -hmm. cool being a fan um i have the great product placement over your shoulder by the way exactly yeah uh, you know, it was good to see him uh, on on TV again, uh, despite the oddness of what that was. Um, so this takes place uh, at Tropicana Field, um, and it's the third Royal Rumble to take place in the Tampa Bay area, and uh, it took place January twenty seventh of twenty twenty four. Your commentators, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Pat McAfee, who comes out at the beginning, why they give this guy his own entrance, I do not know. Um, Because of the crossover potential. Yeah, they're really desperate to get that crossover audience. Um, Mm -hmm. The attendance was uh, described as 48,044 fans. And uh, as I said, it takes place from St. Petersburg. So the card only has four matches. So... Let's um, kind of real fast. The first match is the Women's Royal Rumble, and I'll I'll read off the list of entrants here uh, very quickly, and then we'll talk about the match. Um, you start off with Natalia, 
returning Naomi, Bailey, Candice LeRae, Jordan Grace, Indy Hartwell, Asuka, Ivy Nile, Katana Chance, Bianca Belair, Kyrie Sane, Tegan Knox, Caden Carter, Chelsea Green, Piper Niven, Zia Lee, Zelina Vega, Maxine Dupree, Nia Jax, Shotzi, Becky Lynch, Alba Fire, Shayna Baszler, Valhalla, Meechin, Zoe Stark, Roxanne Perez, Jade Cargill, Tiffany Stratton, and Liv Morgan returning. And there's like five or six names I have no idea. It sounds like you were just running random letters together. It's funny you mentioned that. I watched uh, the event with a friend of the show and former 411 colleague Eric Lures, and uh, I'm going to steal one of his uh, lines from the evening, which was, some of these names sound AI-generated. <laughs> which Yeah. Which they do. Too. Um, there's some of the, like, Ivy Nile. I, I don't watch NXT. I don't watch really WWE's programming. Some of these people, I just, I had no idea who they were. And as... Oddly enough, Hogan had said in a previous interview, all these people look like they get costumes from the same seamstress, trained by the same people, trained mm -hmm. with the same promo style, everything. There's so yeah, much. And I remember I said this last year, and it's the same thing this year. Everything is so uniform. All yeah. the women look the same. Either you were wearing blue or you were wearing red. And it looked like a robber smackdown rumble almost because of the collar schemes all the collar schemes are the same all the hair was the same again everything's the same yeah and in this case it might not have been necessarily red or blue but like it was very similar styles with a lot of the costumes i would say mm -hmm. um yeah who stood out the most really was jordan grace so yeah that was going to be my first comment i certainly did not expect to see her that to me was one of the better surprises of the evening because mm -hmm. I have said, I follow her on Instagram and I have said for a while now, maybe just to myself, but, or to other wrestling fans that I think she is a future star. I think that she should be at one of the other companies. TNA is what it is and they've treated her very well, but she needs to be somewhere else. And yeah. I think well, Mickey, Mickey James was in the rumble last year from yeah. TNA. So I, that was definitely your connection. Yeah. And I, I would, I would say someone wanted to take a look at her because of her look and her size. And, and I guarantee you triple H probably wanted to take a look at her. Yeah. No, so, and he had, high yeah, I mean, for her and everybody knew Naomi was coming back. Yeah. And everyone kind of half figured Cargill was going to show up. So Grace was really the, the biggest surprise. Yes. Of, of. Yes. And she got a pretty good reaction considering a lot of people there probably didn't know who she was. Um, but um, the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, which I predicted from the very beginning, by the way, was Bailey. And why did I think she was going to win? Well, who else would have? She won? was in the Ric Flair slot. Yeah. And like, but here's the thing three. Like, looking at the Women's Royal Rumble so far. They kind of give it to somebody who deserves it and who hasn't won it yet as kind of like a notch in the belt type thing. That's the way I view the mm -hmm. Women's Rumble at this point. We don't view it as, oh, man, so-and-so is ready to be pushed and needs a title shot. It's who hasn't won it that probably should win it. And Bailey was the last of that group, I would say. So, sure. you know, she, she won. And, uh, you know, there was maybe some argument when she saw Jade Cargill that she was going to win – I think she's way too green as far as WWE standards go. Um, so I didn't think that she was going to win. And I this was to get her up, you know, people cringe when Nia Jax showed up. And Nia Jax gets all these eliminations. But yeah. then Cargill eliminates her. 
So that's Cargill's win. You get yeah. you get to slay the dragon. And that was an ugly that was an ugly elimination, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if any you know the people who watched it know that it, it did not look pretty. Um, but uh, I thought Jade Cargill overall looked pretty good. Um, and the women's rumble was was fine. It's just there was a lot of NXT people to pat it out. People that you knew had no chance. And I can't really criticize the Rumble for that, I guess. But, like, there was a lot of people that really, I think... The problem is they do 30 women when they don't have 30 women. Yeah, and in the past, they've had that with veterans. They can't do that anymore because veterans are tired of doing it. (laughs) Yeah, do 15. Do 20. Uh, I mean, if you look and you chopped out the NXT people, you'd have, what, 20? around there less than that maybe yeah and then but you add you know say you're surprised like cargill you're surprised like grace you could oh yeah 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 so yeah i would yeah yeah for them it's i don't understand why they okay you do 30 men why can't you do less women right right i yeah no no i i agree um so that was the women's match the next match would be for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, a fatal four-way. Um, oh, by the way, the women's match, when Rumble match went one hour and five minutes, and Bailey would last one hour and three minutes and three seconds. So a good performance uh, from Bailey. What were the time intervals they were using? Were they doing the ninety seconds or the two or the two minutes? There. I think it was ninety seconds. Okay. I think it was 90 seconds but don't quote me on that um so we would have roman reigns defending against aj styles la knight and randy orton in the fatal four-way match that went 19 minutes and 30 seconds roman reigns would of course win um this is uh you know part of my complaint with wwe in general is that you know what's going to happen there is no surprise factor um in any of it despite the fact that I like a lot of the talent involved in whatever match they're doing, um, you, we, everybody knew it was going to happen here. And uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a problem. In my opinion, that's a problem. And, you know, the match itself was fine. I guess I, I might go like three stars on it. Um, you know, the other guys that were in there were, were doing their best, you know, I, I would say. Um, you know, it surprises me that The Rock didn't show up. Because he got named to the TKO board directors, everybody and their grandma behind the scenes say, "Oh yeah, we're doing we're doing Reigns Rock. It's happening." Yeah, they don't say when it's happening, but oh yeah, we're doing it. So this was a perfect opportunity, and like you said, it's boring. Everyone knows what's going to happen. Nobody cares if they want people to talk the next day. Yeah, I would have the Rock come out. I would have had him interfere or just stand there and distract Reigns, and let say LA Knight pin Styles. And take the title because that's unexpected. Yeah. And you would have set up your Rock Reigns promo and you would have put the belt on someone who who has been hot for you in LA Knight. Mm-hmm. And you would have set up a, a great, uh, you know, new fresh matchup, depending on who would win the Rumble for your WrestleMania. And I don't care who that is because you got Reigns Rock on top. Yeah. And in my opinion, um, you know, Roman Reigns and The Rock doesn't need a title. Um, and the fact that it, if it does happen, the fact that it's being contested for the title basically just confirms that rain is going, is going to win. Um, because this is all about 
at this point, this is all about him Reigns being breaking the next championship record. And the next record is Hogan. It's like 14, yeah. 1474 days, I think. Hogan. I think I heard something he would have to have it after SummerSlam. I think it's between SummerSlam and Survivor Series would be yeah. when he hits hits the mark. Um, and that's it. It, it. To me, it's so silly that that's what we're doing. Like, but um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the Rock should have been a part of this, but who was a part of it? Solo Sokoa for the millionth time. Solo Sokoa comes out and interferes. It gets old after a while. It really, really does. Uh, um, so, like I said, I gave the match three stars. That might even be a little generous. Um, and Reigns is still uh, your champion. Um, the next match is Logan Paul against Kevin Owens for the WWE United States title, about 14 minutes. And this match was okay, but the finish was shit. Um, it was a, a finish. It was a disqualification and Logan Paul won by DQ. Um, you know, I, I, I did, I, I guess I kind of anticipated some sort of chicanery because, you know, it was a dusty finish since they were in Florida. Yeah, I, I knew they weren't going to give it to Owens because Kevin Owens is in a bad spot right now because he's bigger than this title, but probably not good enough to beat Reigns. <laughs> so yeah, like he's kind well, of he, he and Reigns have done that dance, and he, you know, you get to the point where Roman Reigns beats a guy eighty-seven times. Yeah, at the how, Rumble. How do you? Yeah, and then how do you spend that again? Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a DQ finish here. And like I said, the match itself was okay, but I, I hated the finish. So I, I'd, I'd go two and a half stars on that one. Um, and your last match was, of course, the Men's Royal Rumble for a world championship shot at WrestleMania 40. And your entrants were Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Grayson Waller, Andrade coming back, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Karrion Cross, Dominic Mysterio, Carlito, Bobby Lashley, Ludwig Kaiser, Austin Theory, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes, Bronson Reed, Kofi Kingston, Gunther Ivar, Braun Breaker, Omos, Pat McAfee, J.D. McDonough, R-Truth, The Miz, Damian Priest, CM Punk, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Sami Zayn. The winner would be Cody Rhodes, who lasted 43 minutes and 21 seconds. Jay Uso looks like would last the longest. He lasted 50 minutes and 55 seconds. And uh, the some of the notable changes to this rumble, which have already been reported by everybody at this point, is that Braun Breaker was apparently given the Brock Lesnar spot in this rumble because Brock Lesnar due to some of the news and allegations that have come mm -hmm. out, was pulled from the event, and I would bet that you won't see him again, uh, at least for a while, if ever. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Braun Breaker was given that spot, and apparently was kept exactly the same. At least that's what I heard. Uh, so, yeah, you have Cody Rhodes win again here, and uh, they, I guess, want to tell you that he's going to finish the story as has been repeated over and over again over the past couple no years. No one gives a damn about the story at this point. No, that is correct. And uh, I, I mean, he pointed at Reigns at the end, so 
one would like think that maybe he's going to go after Reigns again. Um, I think that that's a risk of a main event two years in a row, especially considering this is WrestleMania 40, which should be a big deal, right? Um, uh, this, this rumble was okay. It wasn't great. I do like the new trend of having kind of a extended match at the end for the two guys left. I, I think that that, you know, makes the final elimination mean a little bit more. If this would come down to CM Punk and Cody Rhodes, who had a face off um, at, on Raw, I believe, uh, before this. Now, you predicted Bailey would win. Did you think Rhodes was going to win? No. Um, no, I didn't. Actually, I thought Gunther was going to win because knowing that Seth Rollins was injured. I thought the initial plan in my head was they were going to go with Seth Rollins against CM Punk. And I knew yes. they were, they, I knew they were never going to give CM Punk the belt at WrestleMania. So I was like, okay, Seth Rollins is going to win that match on night one, say. Um, but once Seth Rollins got injured, I thought maybe they'll go with somebody like Gunther based on stuff that happened on raw and they'll have Gunther win that match. Um, but Gunther didn't win. He was third, I believe. And, uh, so it came down to CM Punk and Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes won. So it shows that they still have a lot of faith in Cody Rhodes. Uh, so we'll see what happens, um, because I don't think anything has been officially announced. Um, I, I don't know if they're still waiting on The Rock to confirm his involvement or not. I, I don't know what's happening there. I suppose we won't know until it happens. Um, but uh, Andrade also returned here. Everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. Charlotte Flair is injured right now, but she was at the event. Uh, you know, I saw some backstage footage of her helping him get ready. And, uh, you know, so he's back. I, you know. Nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. He, you know, didn't get over his first run. He didn't get over in AEW. I don't know what would be different now. But, uh, you know, we'll see, I suppose. At least he's uh, with his wife. Um, so... I'm trying to think the, you know, it starts out with Jimmy and Jay, which was, you know, pretty cool, I guess. And I'm sure that yeah. the match. Um, well, and, it's the demolition spot, you know, it's, yeah. it's the, the brothers or the tag partners or whoever against each other. Um, you, you know, I just looked at the, re the results before I kind of got the cliff notes of everything and, and saw clips and such. And I just looked at it and went, man, that is the most boring damn pay-per-view. Yeah. That I could think of. Yeah, it was. Watch. It was a very mediocre pay-per-view. Four matches total, like, which to me, like, I'm, you know, Royal Rumble is always, like, a little bit shorter of a card. I get that. But, like, this yeah. felt like, I don't know, like, there really wasn't much to it at all. And, like, based on the winner, I don't want to say it went off badly, but I think when you saw that Cody won, everybody, and, like, there was no rock involved, people were just kind of like, eh. You know, I mean, that that was my reaction uh, anyway. And Pat McAfee gets in and does the Jerry Lawler spot kind of yeah. I thought was really bizarre because Pat McAfee has had matches. So, like, I don't understand why he would get in and play the chicken shit. I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Well, it was a Drew Carey spot. He, he, he eliminated himself because he got spooked. Yeah, right. I didn't get that. Either. Yes. More appropriately, the Drew Carey spot. <laughs> well, the, the, the Drew Carey spot. Yes. Um. um so, yeah, I mean, and the, you know, 
we'll, we'll see what happens with Cody Rhodes. The big news, of course, is that CM Punk got injured in the Rumble match. This was his first televised match back. He has had house show matches with Dominic Mysterio, um, at least one, I think. Um, but this was his first actual match back, and he gets injured right away. Um, and I have to chuckle a little bit because we talked about that on this show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he's old. He is beat up. He's he's physically done. Another thing, too, and like I said, I watched kind of the Cliff Notes and, and a few other podcasts talk about it. And like he was blown up by the time Cody or time Sammy came in at 30. He was blown up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. And, you know, I'm not going to tell CM Punk what to do, but, I mean, he's had at least three significant injuries in three years. Yeah. And at this point, you would, I think, question whether or not it's worth it to continue. Um, I mean, despite what anybody thinks of his backstage behavior or his attitude overall as a person – um, he's clearly older and more injury prone. And you've heard other wrestlers um, such as Brian Danielson um, and Mick Foley in years past talk about how the longer they go, it they realized it became, it took a lot less to injure them more often. Yeah. Uh, and I would just guess that that's what's happening to CM Punk right now. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. This was, I think, one of his last few big chances, big chances to have a significant match on a significant card. So, you know, anything's possible. I'm sure he'll try to come back again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we we both kind of said that this would happen. So. Yeah, and I don't know what the time frame is, but if I was him, I would, I would hold off, or I was WWE, I would hold off and try to build a retirement match at 41. You know, he's the kind of guy that wants to go out the way he wants to go out. Right. So, you know, figure out what that can be. I mean, look at look at Undertaker. He kept coming back WrestleMania every year and basically only was able to do that because it would take him a year to heal before he could do something else. Yeah, a year to heal and a year, a year to get ready, right. Yeah, for the for next match, his last, you know, five or six years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let Punk have a, have a send-off. Uh, again, I'm not. I would not be surprised if he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing until he just can't push it until they tell him no, you're done. Right. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought the the pay per view, uh, pre- excuse me, premium live event um, was yes. was quite mediocre overall. I might give it a C. Um, it just it was what it was. Bailey, you know, you could say she deserves that spot. Um, Cody Rhodes, again, I, I think like Leonard, I don't know how many people really give a shit about the story at, at this point, because everybody, this is another thing I'm going to steal from Eric. Everybody that Cody faces has to have some like untold dusty story. <laughs> that they, <laughs> Like everybody has some relationship with dusty that Cody finds just shocking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, how often can you do that? But uh, we'll see, um, you know. Well, considering that Dusty, you know, was around for a very long time working with a lot of the, uh, the up-and-comers through NXT and such. You know yeah. what we're going to find out? We're going to find out that Roman Reigns is really uh, Dusty's son. Yeah, that's – it'd be a Jason Jordan angle. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, uh, you know, let me know what you thought of this event. Uh, if you agree or disagree, please let me know. How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me, as usual, is Leonard. And this is a show about wrestling. And this, I would say, is another edition of Segment Surgery, uh, because we are going to be talking, basically, about the most recent uh, and most talked about segment on WWE SmackDown as we record this uh, this past Friday, it happened February 2nd, and uh, I do not watch SmackDown, but uh, certainly this clip came across my social media yeah. accounts pretty fast, as I'm sure it did all the wrestling fans out there watching. Um, and that is that Cody Rhodes is giving up his WrestleMania spot, so to speak, to The Rock. And this instantly set a lot of fans into a frenzy and I don't know what the count is now. I know earlier this week, the segment that WWE released of this part of SmackDown had the most dislikes of any WWE YouTube video in history. It was over 500,000 dislikes at one point. It might be, it's probably North of that. Yeah. Well now. Um, but that statistic did surprise me a little bit. Um, so let's break down, we're not gonna break down the segment necessarily. We'll talk a little bit about it. Um, and then we'll break down the reactions and kind of what's happening now. And so the segment, you know, you have Roman Reigns coming out, doing his thing with Paul Heyman, Cody eventually interrupts and mm -hmm. goes into his Cody character talking. Let, let, let me say real quick here, two things. Yeah. One, the video is like more than 18 minutes, like the segment and, more than half of it is just entrances. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is uh, Cody's catchphrases of finishing the story and what do you want to talk about are like the two lamest catchphrases. Yeah. So the finishing the story, the, yeah, the, like the finishing the story one, even though, even though I agree with Leonard fully, I, I do not care for it, has caught on in, in a way that is somewhat irritating. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, he comes out and talks about the title and how this is the title that Bruno had and his dad had in his hands. And that's the title he wants. And even though Seth Rollins, who had been on raw, um, after the rumble was making points about how the title that Seth Rollins has is the workhorse title. And that's the one that he wants Cody to go for. Um, but he, he being Cody wants Roman Reigns. And so that's basically what you have. And he said, but not at WrestleMania. And he's been talking to people, getting advice. And he talked to somebody that Roman knows very well, yada, yada. Out comes The Rock. And he and Cody shake hands. So before we get to the aftermath as it stands now, let's mm -hmm. just talk about, I'll talk about my initial reaction to this mm -hmm. and my initial reaction to this was that i didn't think it made much sense um and the reason i didn't think it made much sense is because you have cody coming out saying all these things <laughs> about how he wants this title and he wants to finish the story and you know keeps talking about how his dad had it in his hands and all this kind of stuff but then he's like but not now like there's really no but like when what's that we're gonna, we're gonna do it at backlash 
<laughs> yeah, like there's really no reason for him to give up this shot other than yeah. well, the rock is here and he wants to be involved now. And the, you know, the big problem with this, and I think one of the reasons why, not just because of the way this segment was presented, made fans angry, but we've been talking about the rock and Roman Reigns now for probably half a decade. And mm -hmm. it hasn't happened, hasn't happened. The Rock's a movie star. We get all that. Now the Rock is free. His uh, you know, takeover of DC didn't go as he wanted it to. So he has a little bit more time. So now here he is. And guess what? This is what happens. So obviously the Rock and Roman Reigns is a big match. Um, nobody's gonna debate that point. But obviously, Cody has has a lot of fans in WWE, you know. I don't know. It's just, it's also tough to me. Like, I understand a lot of people like Cody Rhodes and I, I like him too, to a certain degree. I don't dislike him, but like, it's kind of tough for me to get behind a guy and root for a guy who in AEW said, oh, I'm not going to go for the big title. You know, I'm not going to put myself in that position. And now wins the Royal Rumble twice. And it's like, nah, I'm not going to go for the title. <laughs> like, but I really, but I really want it. I really do want it. Then go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, that was my initial reaction to it. Leonard, your thought. You, you know, I said on, on the video when we, when we talked about the Rumble was, I don't think anyone cares about Cody finishing the story. Not anymore. And I think, the, not anymore. And I think the reaction isn't so much pro-Cody as it is anti-Rock. Um, you know, everyone seems to be backing Cody, but it always seems to be couched in, well, if I got a choice, I'd rather have it be Cody than The Rock. And everyone, their grandma has wanted The Rock versus Roman Reigns, as you said, for like half a decade, if not more. Um, but the sentiment now seems to be, well, not now and not in this way. Right. And, you know, like I think that kind of when you when wrestling fans want dream matches, I, I can say this. I didn't write wrestling at 411 very much, but I, I certainly was, you know, reading the articles, talking with the writers and in the forums. And, you know, the dream matches that people want, the fans, wrestling fans are very fickle. So they tend to get tired of those dream matches quicker than you would think. Like for a year, yeah. they wanted The Undertaker and Sting. By the time Sting ended up in WWE, not nearly as many people wanted to see that match. Um, and the same could be said for Austin and Hogan. By the time Hogan was there and ready to go, how many people really wanted to see it? You know, mm -hmm. it, it's so that's, I think the same could be said for the rock and Roman reigns. You know, we wanted it for a while, but the rock wasn't around. And now it's like, well, I don't know if we want it, as you said, in this way. Yeah. And another thing is the rock, I think has burned up through all of his goodwill. You mentioned the DC debacle with him and black Adam. He hasn't had a hit movie in a while. Including right. Black Adam, um, the, the Young Rock TV show plummeted in ratings after during the third season. Right. Uh, that American Gladiators type show he had, which I don't remember what that was called, that lasted you know a season. Um, the the XFL would have folded if he didn't merge with the USFL. Right. Um, he got placed on the TKO board, and a lot of people are seeing this as Rock using that sway now to get this what he wants to put himself in in back in the limelight right and if you go back and you look like the whole blutista 
era debacle. You know, when he came back, won the Rumble. Nobody wanted that. Right. And right now, and again, depending on when this goes up, they haven't pivoted yet. A lot of people think that they're going to pivot. I saw a very interesting theory that I don't think they would do is that Rock and Roman Reigns would have a contract signing for WrestleMania, and then Cody would come out and say, hey, I tricked you. You're going to face The Rock on night one, and I'm going to face you on night two, or vice versa. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that is a good segue into the next part of this discussion, is which is what mm -hmm. is the plan? And so there are different theories as to the plan. One of the major theories that I've seen is that if we go back to WrestleMania 30, the Daniel Bryan movement was very much not a planned thing. And, yes, that was a pivot. Right, and they had to pivot because people were pissed. For too many times, they were upset about what was going on, and they showed it, and so they had to pivot. That wasn't planned. Some people believe that they are trying to do that kind of groundswell, homegrown movement with Cody, and on... The thing is about this one is this is planned. <laughs> they think that this yeah. is planned, planned approach to the the WrestleMania event. Um, in my opinion, you know, I guess he could come like I don't know if he just came out and was like, "Oh, I tricked you," or "I changed my like, like what are we doing?" But you know, but I would say that if they are going to then reinsert Cody into the uh, WrestleMania event, main event. I would be more welcoming to it if it was Roman is going to wrestle on two nights. If if it's mm -hmm. Roman wrestling on two nights, I, I'll get. I can. I can get behind that. Like they have some room to convince me that that's a good idea. However, I do not want to see a triple threat match with Cody, The Rock, and Roman Reigns. That sounds no. Like that will that will end with The Rock defeating Cody. Right or Cody defeating? Well, yeah, Co yeah. Cody's so, not beating The Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be in either. that scenario. It would somehow wind up with Cody pinning Paul Heyman and winning. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. one of those old WCW. You know, you know, you you somehow pin the manager and win. Right, and you know, I will say, there's clearly. A, an ulterior motive because today as we record this the most recent news regarding this whole thing is that the rock was on the pat mcafee show and uh basically was playing the rock character see here's the thing with the rock being a movie star we know now what his real persona is like what he actually is like as a human being the rock is mm -hmm. a pretty nice guy you know in everything you see he's a really nice down-to-earth guy so you know when you see him on the Pat McAfee show calling calling Cody Rhodes fans Cody crybabies and saying that, you know, he and Roman is the biggest WrestleMania match in history, The Rock is playing The Rock at this yeah. point. He's not playing Dwayne Johnson. So if he's mentioning Cody fans being crybabies, clearly there's a plan in place. But, like, they to me, for me, they have more of an uphill battle. For a lot of fans... I would say if Cody just gets reinserted, those fans might be happy. But for me, they have an uphill battle from Cody going, I'm going to step aside to now what being pushed back in. I guess if, if the plan is they're going to have the fans 
kind of root for him to go back in. There's this whole hashtag movement on X Twitter. Uh, we want Cody or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suppose if they're going that route, maybe that's what their plan is to get him back in it. I, I think it's weird. Um, it still leaves Seth Rollins without an opponent. So, um, but yeah, so. Yeah. And consider to the injury to CM Punk and the implications against Brock Lesnar takes two prime pieces off your chessboard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the Brock thing, have, as far as not having him at WrestleMania, is it a loss? Sure. Is it a big loss? I don't know that it is anymore, actually. I mean, he's a star. It, the the Gunther-Brock match would have been cool if that's the route they were planning on going. I don't know. Um, but overall, The Rock has... Or The Rock. Brock has his kind of... The Brock and Rock connection. That's what they need to do. I'd buy that shirt for sure. Um, well, yeah. maybe not now. Um, yeah, the, it, the Brock Lesnar second revival type thing has kind of run its course, you know, I would say. Um, he lost to Roman Reigns like 20 times. So it's like basically just random matches you insert him in. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, but the card ha- is taking hits. Seth is injured. CM Punk is injured. Brock is out. So and and then you still have this overhanging black cloud of the Vince stuff. So they have to find something to pivot to, and uh, I'm I'm interested to see where it goes because any way you slice it, if it's the Rock versus Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is winning. So you got to have some sort of suspense there for fans. I, I don't think even though it's a big match, I don't think anybody is going to look at the Rock winning that match. So then what would you do? Would you have like the rock and Roman reigns is the bigger match on paper. Is that mm-hmm. night one? Like that's crazy. If it's night one, because then night two would what be Cody and Roman reigns with Cody getting his big moment, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, I, so I, I think you would do night one for the title and Cody wins. And then night two is for the head of the table. Kind of like how when Reigns and Undertaker wrestled, it was for the yard. You know? I hate were, they, that, they, by the way. Oh, my God. The streak was over, so he couldn't defend the streak. He was defending his yard. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes for those listening and not watching on YouTube. So just like that match, that the, the, it would be for the head of the table. I think that's how you do it. And I would get behind that because, as I've said many times, I do not think The Rock and Roman Reigns needs the title. I actually think the title fits no. it because I think there's more suspense as to who would win if the title is not involved. Yes, uh, and especially if Reigns loses to Cody on night one, there is such a vulnerability there that I think you would have the anticipation that Rock could win. Right, and you know what? If it is night one, that would be interesting because I am going. so far I'm going to night one. Um, I, I have gotten, okay. I have gotten tickets to night one so far with, uh, from, you know, me and my daughter, um, you know, she's, she's very excited and, uh, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to night two, um, there, there's some possibility of that. Obviously this is not a cheap. Is night one, I would say is night one cheaper than night two or is it the same price? I don't know that for sure, but I would bet that okay. it's a tad cheaper because obviously people expect 
the bigger thing to happen on night two. On Sunday night, that is like, that's the big event. You said you're taking your, your daughter. You have two twins, right? I do, yeah. I have twins, and uh, one of them... Well, you're taking, so you're taking the favorite. No, well, <laughs> I love all my kids equally, um, but one of them really likes to watch wrestling with me. The other one mm -hmm. will be around to watch the Royal Rumble, sort of. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's kind of how that goes. So I had, uh, you know, we try in my house to do the, uh, you know, daddy daughter days where I can spend some time with them one on one. And, you know, yeah, that's a great thing. To do. I've uh, I've taken Juliet, my daughter, to a few wrestling events so far, a couple AEW events. Um, but uh, she's not been to a WWE uh, event yet. So um, how old is she? She's nine. Nine. That's going to be a, a heck of a sensory overload for her, let me tell you. It's going to be a long day. My, we took my oldest niece, Lincoln, when she was probably about that age, to a Raw. And every time there was pyro, we had to cover her ears because she was yeah. not yeah. having it, you know. So yeah. it, it, it'll, it'll be a fun experience, at least. Absolutely. It's going to be a long day. And, uh, you know, I was at one of the WrestleManias in New York, New Jersey. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a crazy crazy event so anyway i'm looking forward to seeing what happens uh it's not gonna make me tune into raw and smackdown uh from start to finish but uh you know a lot of people i know simply watch the clips on social media anyway so uh yeah bigger deal i, deal, I guess so anyway um let us know what you thought of the rock and cody situation where you think it might be going so breaking news as we're recording this show uh initially not aware of this that day uh, the wrestlemania 40 kickoff show was actually happening as we were recording our episode and uh normally i guess that would be a non-news item but in this case it was very much a news item uh, you know the wwe is trying to over the past couple of years, use a lot, utilize social media and the scrums, the post-event scrums and the pre-event, uh, you know, things similar to the way a UFC or boxing does. They're, they're trying to do that more and more. And uh, so the one that is happening as we're recording our show was the kickoff show. And lo and behold, Cody apparently has shifted gears and made his decision that he wants to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. And that match, you know, has been made official. And what happened at the kickoff show was interesting in that uh, Cody was cutting a promo on Roman Reigns on the bloodline and, you know, how the match would just be for the head of the table. And basically, you know, you know, tearing that whole storyline, a new one, um, and mentioned High Chief Peter Maivia, uh, who is The Rock's father, obviously. Or, I'm sorry, The Rock's grandfather. Yes, Rock's grandfather. Um, and uh, that made The Rock mad, and The Rock slapped Cody, and then there was a backstage incident where The Rock and Roman Reigns were, mainly The Rock, were uh, pissed at Triple H um, about how the whole segment went down again, trying to make it look like it's real. Um, so, uh, you know, 
I understand why we're doing Cody versus Roman. That's the Rumble winner versus the champion. That's the main event. I get mm -hmm. that. What is confusing to me is why on SmackDown, Cody was stepping aside so that The Rock could face Roman Reigns. And now... Exactly. That's the number one question I have. I don't understand that. And I, I you know, if they were going to do this kind of grassroots support system for Cody, one would assume that would take more time than less than a week. <laughs> but um, this is what they're doing now. It seems like The Rock and Roman Reigns are joined, so to speak. It seems like maybe they're more on the same side. How did that happen so quickly? Um, you know, there's a lot of questions I have, and some of those questions may be answered in the weeks to come. I don't know. Um, but the way this was done in under a week's time to me was very awkward and confusing. Um, it, it's almost as if they're, they weren't sure how to handle things because it's mm -hmm. like, well, we expect everybody to want the rock and Roman reigns, but wait, now they don't. So mm -hmm. now we got to go back to what we did before. Um, so will the rock be involved in WrestleMania now? Probably not. I don't know. Um, who knows, but, uh, I guess we'll see what happens uh there are no more kickoff specials as far as i'm aware so leonard yeah. so what are your thoughts on the whole segment well you know and and let's mention too which you have not mentioned for good reason seth rollins was there and did nothing yeah oh yes you're right <laughs> stood there um my favorite line roman reign said we all know you're wearing your wife's shoes and i think that's true I'm 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 pretty sure Seth Rollins raids Becky's closet before he goes out. Um, so, so here's the worst idea ever. Let's do Rock and Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. I mean, what company was it? TNA that would do some of these weird tag matches where both belts were on line on the line and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And if Team A won, Team B won, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. That's the worst idea ever. Or, or how about this? Let's do let's do let's do Rock and Roman and uh, whichever Usos on that side. I don't know. Uh, ver versus uh, Triple H and Adam Pearce and Nick Aldis. That's because they came out because at the back there towards the end it was it was it was Pierce and Triple H and all this and I was like that's a pretty good staple right there like that's a pretty good trios team right that would there be interesting to see I mean certainly Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis I think can still go unless Adam Pierce has an injury I'm not aware of Triple H is basically like Randy the Ram from the wrestler yeah. <laughs> you know, as he, can as, he can stand. He can stand on the apron. He can come in, hit a spine buster in the pedigree, and, and be the <laughs> end of it. But but yeah, that's the number one thing that makes sense to me is Cody Rhodes coming out and saying, "Oh oh, I've made my decision." Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, you already made your decision, right? Like, if you want to say, "Hey, I changed my mind," or, or what have you, okay. But to just come out and say, "Okay, I'm doing this now." And not even acknowledging that he basically gave it up for the rock and walked out before is extremely confusing. Right. And you kind of have this dichotomy of Roman Reigns saying, okay, I'm picking my opponent, I'm picking the rock. And Rhodes saying, no, no, you can't do that. Well, if you've stepped aside already, right, you know, it's almost like you gave you gave up your shot. I won the rumble, but I'm 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 giving it up. 
Right. So that's the most confusing aspect to it. And even though we talked about they need to do some sort of pivot, this is a very awkward pivot and is also very fast. Yeah. You know, a great thing about the segment is Rock came out there in heel rock mode. This was like Hollywood heel rock mode. Yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. And he did cut a great promo, I think. I loved how he played off the crowd. I love how they were doing the watch chants, but he he let them do it. Like he purposely built his cadence so they could do the watch chants. Yeah. Um, just excellent, excellent work from him here. And I think he did a lot to kind of rebuild because I know we were talking earlier about he had kind of ate up a lot of his goodwill. And that's a hot, that was a hot crowd too for like a kickoff event. Yeah. And the fact that they did it in the arena with everybody, they were hot, which was great. And, and uh, you know, Rock really, and kudos to him because we know, for example, say a Hulk Hogan or a John Cena wouldn't have went heel. You know, it would be not, damned not so quickly like that. No, not so quickly. It would be damned to torpedo. So the fact that Rock figured it out and went, okay, we'll, we'll go heel. And how he still kind of, like, he, it's now more instead of being mad at Roman, it's like a pride thing between the two of them wanting to go into the ring against each other. Right. So, and how they're unified by family. As, as you know, I was always a huge fan of the TV show Dallas. Yeah. And J.R. Ewing was always a jerk to everybody else, including his own family. But if right. someone else came after Brother Bobby, he was on him. Right. Like, I can do it, but you can't. And that's kind of what this feels like. And I think that works as a character trait and as a setup for whatever we wind up getting. Right. So I'm still not against the idea of doing the two, having Roman wrestle on both nights. I don't know yeah. what, what they're going to do yet. So what they might be doing, and this would be kind of not a a good look if they did is, well, let's go back and let's see what the reaction is over the next seven days. Right. And if it's not good, we'll, we'll, we'll switch again, which you get, you got to figure it out. And end of the month, was it the 25th is the, um, which, which premium live event is that? So is I was that chamber? That, yeah, I was going to mention that the next one is in Perth, Australia. It's the elimination chamber. Okay. Um, and I wonder what, if they're going to utilize, the rock there i know that that's probably sounds like a long shot because he is the rock but i mean certainly it seems like they're hinting towards i mean he said literally to cody rose now you and i have a problem so you know one would assume something would happen there maybe it's just gonna happen via promos on smackdown who knows uh but that is the next event so Okay, well, it'd be very interesting to see what they do there. That could be a way you can move the belt off of Roman without him actually losing it. Right. You know, to Cody, maybe you do a unification. Cody wins the belt in Perth, and then him and Rollins do a unification. Right. Maybe at WrestleMania, and you still get Rock and Roman. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that they could do. The most important thing to mention here is that this situation has put, I think, more eyes on the product and more people talking about it than it has in an extremely long time. Yeah, and, for, and better, not to for be, better or worse, a lot of people are paying attention yeah. to what they're doing. And not to be that guy, but over the past, say, two weeks, I've heard very, very little about AEW, anything that they're doing. Well, yeah, so right now AEW is, like, I mean, they, they got off a pay-per-view 
And they're prepping for Sting's last match, which is at Revolution at the beginning of March, March 3rd. Um, and so they're like, and until this past Wednesday, they were playing it kind of cool and low. But he, uh, he being Tony Khan announced on Wednesday, um, I forget the date of it. There's a, going to be a special show, not a pay-per-view, um, uh, in Boston. Called, oh, yeah. Called Big Business. And, um, you know, one would assume that at the very least, uh, you know, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet uh, will be will be debuting either there or pretty soon. Um, the other free agent that's that's uh, on the market right now is Okada. Uh, mm -hmm. we, as far as I know, nobody knows where he's going. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, right now it's WrestleMania season, right? So all the eyes are on WWE, as would be expected. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think AEW is trying to be consistent, and mm -hmm. we'll see how they try to counter program some of uh, a lot, all this stuff. But uh, yeah, right mm -hmm. now, I mean, nothing Tony Khan does is going to trump The Rock. So mm -hmm. you know, it is what True. it is. So yeah, I, I and I did see a, a Facebook post mentioning Mercedes Monet. Um, uh, someone saying, "What is uh, Volkswagen Credit Union doing in the Impact Zone?" Volkswagen, <laughs> which I think is a, would be a great, great name. And while we're here, you you know about the Scott Demore situation since I name dropped TNA. I mean, I know he's out. Uh, you know, yeah. I believe his title was president. Um, yeah, from what I was reading, he. He tried to buy the company from Anthem. That he made an offer. He had a backing of of some some financial backer, and they said no. And of course, with that being the situation, it was like both sides knew we have to cut ties here because I think the initial report was that he had been fired. Where more, it was he made the offer, and we knew if they weren't going to take it, what the outcome would be. It's it's them mutually parting parting ways. So I have not watched a lot of TNA recently, although I really, really want to because I've heard that Dale Moore has done a lot of great things over there. Right. And also the fact that a lot of people who are there now are looking to leave because they were committed and loyal to Dale Moore. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know where he might wind up. I mean, I'm not sure what other player is is out there. I mean, Khan's got Ring of Honor. I don't think he's going to hand that off to him. Um what would be the next down would be what MLW. I don't know what their situation is. So, um, but I would be very interested to see where he goes now and who might come, come with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of, uh, it's an interesting situation. So I didn't know part of what you said there. I had heard rumors of, you know, why he got released. Some people, you know, one of the rumors floating around was that, you know, maybe he had done something he shouldn't have, you know, um, be it of, of a criminal nature. Um, yes, yes. And I think that was all coming off of the, of the Vince McMahon stuff. You know, that was some things I was reading that the people who were saying that was thinking, oh, well, hey, if this had just happened with Vince, maybe this is why he's going. The Nick Housemans uh, of the world um, were, were, I think, really pushing hard on that particular mm -hmm. rumor. And uh, what you said makes much more sense. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't watch TNA. Uh, you know, I wish I had time to do that because I've heard really good things um, over the past couple of years of what he's doing. And I know that 
like you said, uh, the morale there is not very high now because he's gone. And uh, we just saw uh, Jordy and Grace uh, at the Royal Rumble. And, you know, they, I guess, have good ties with with WWE. I, they've done mm-hmm. stuff years ago with T- with AEW. Um, so I assume that relationship is stable. If, if it's if non-existent right now i assume it's still like healthy but um so yeah i mean who knows what's going to happen now this could be a a very big uh turning point for the company and uh we'll see if some of the stars leave and where he goes yeah it'll be interesting yeah. i mean he has obviously has a good mind for the business and people seem to like him so uh i hope he ends up somewhere that utilizes his skills what do you feel about NXT? I have not watched NXT in a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. I, Shawn Michaels is the guy there. I, yeah. doubt, I doubt that Triple H is going to move Shawn Michaels out of there. Maybe he would be brought in to help somebody like Shawn Michaels. But mm-hmm. um, NXT could use anything, in my opinion, right now. Because though, to me, it's not good. Okay. Well, good. That just that just came up, so I thought to mention. But yeah, I mean, and 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 this is one of those things. Going back to the situation with with WWE, it seems to be changing all the time. And I do like the fact that they're using alternate methods, like this kickoff show, like the Rock's appearance on Pat McAfee show, to kind of progress the characters and storylines. You know, back in the day, everything was done on the A show. If you missed right. the A show, you missed what was happening. Right. Now, like you said, you've got what you got check out the 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 X feeds, the Facebook, yeah. you know, the Instagram, the 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 podcast appearances. You know, you've got to keep uh, an eye on all this stuff, and that is, and and that's smart because because you it want is. your eyes on the product at all at all times. Yeah, you gotta you gotta utilize what the fans are, are utilizing. And I know a lot of people that just watch clips of the shows and, you yeah. know, watch stuff on social media. So, you know, you, if you're doing that and you're doing it right, you know, it, it's going to have eyes on your product. And, you know, right now, uh, you know, WrestleMania season is, is just, is upon us and really, you know, coming in fast. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the card looks like as well. I'm anxious to see what mm-hmm. they do with Seth and, uh, uh, we know uh, we know what Bailey's doing now, um, but uh, yeah. well, Gunther's another one because they were talking Gunther Brock. So see, and he's a star in the making. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Within the next two three years, he's in the main event. He's he's winning the Rumble, getting in the main event. I would be unless something really big happens next year. I say he wins the Rumble and gets to the main event. But, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. Really. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, who knows if uh, maybe we'll be able to convince Leonard to watch uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what mood. I believe that's going to be on at a weird time here in the U.S. So oh, you're right. No, you're right, because it is Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I could I could I could watch it, you know, later on. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll see. We'll see how that weekend shakes out for me. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh let us know what you thought of the kickoff show in the comments and uh, what, what you think of the rest of our opinions about the whole Cody rock Roman situation. Um, check out our other episodes, uh, segment surgery. What's that card? Stupid questions, random match reviews. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts for Leonard. My name is Chad and we will see you next time.